0: Coming at you with a new episode of Odds and End Zones on the BGN Radio Podcast Network. I'm your host, Seamus Clancy, the deputy sports editor, the new deputy sports editor at PhillyVoice.com. Joined, as always, by my boy, Zo. Zo, how's yep. it going?
1: What's up, bro? What a what a news day. What a, what news, a news day. Hours. Yeah.
0: We're recording, just so you know, this podcast will probably be up Thursday morning, I'm assuming maybe late Wednesday night, depending yeah. on what our great producer, Rachel, has cooking today. But recording this at 3.30 on Wednesday, about an hour or so ago, news breaks. News breaks. And not the news I was expecting to receive today. Carson Wentz, former Eagles quarterback, and now former Indianapolis Colts quarterback, has been traded to the Washington Commanders. (laughs) Carson Carson being a commander just feels very fitting. Commander Carson. They flipped second-round picks this year. Washington is parting with a 2022 20, third to Minneapolis as well, and a 2023 20, third that could be a second if he reaches those uh, games played, snaps played benchmarks mm-hmm. that were in place last season. So, we're doing that whole thing all over again. Eagles, I'm sure you know, BGN, Brandon Lee Gallon, or Philly voice Jimmy Kempsey will be tracking those all season long. Yeah, uh, I guess Wentz would need to play, and at least 70% of the snaps. And for Washington to make the playoffs, which certainly won't happen, or play in at least 75% of the snaps overall to send that second rounder instead of a third rounder to Indianapolis. I made a high-pitched yelp
1: <laughs> when
0: I saw – because I was I, I was already on my phone had it opened. Right. And the Twitter push notification just showed up at the top of the screen real quick. Yeah. And I saw Adam Schefter tweeted, uh, Colts trade quarterback Carson Wentz, and then it said to, like, WAC – a S H I and I was like, no effing way. And then I opened it and I was like, Are we doing this? Are we really doing this? we doing is this, this, really going to happen.
1: Is this real life? This is this is real life, man. We got, like I said, we got we keep our enemies close in this city. We got uh Ben Simmons in the same division and now we got Christ Wentz in the same division. Um, I you know, it's you know, it's it's, it's funny because I feel like uh, almost. Almost in the in the same vein of wait the lead, the NBA waiting for a Ben Simmons trade to happen. I feel like people were waiting for Aaron Rodgers and and Russell Wilson's situation to shake out right before they begin to make their move. So I think we saw obviously those two big dominoes fall. You know Aaron Rodgers is, is coming back to Green Bay and like they they haven't disclosed a contract yet, at least according to him. But um, you know and then and then yesterday. Rus is traded to to the Broncos, so I think now teams are teams who would have or should be in the market for a quarterback are starting to make their moves, and <laughs> obviously, um, you know the Commanders felt like uh, Carson is you know is or is or will be or should be in a running for a guy, but I, I I mean I can't imagine you just bring him in for competition like for not for what they gave up like that's he's he's probably going to be he's going to be their, their day one starter. Um, you know
0: that guy likes competition for sure. Right, right.
1: And if anybody loves competition it's that guy for sure. So um you know I'm I'm sure the idea is he's brought in to uh to to earn the top dog position but um not not where I expected him to go. I I I think my first thought would have been um you know somewhere in the AFC. Like, maybe the Jets or something. Maybe the Jets got tired of...
0: I was thinking of yeah. Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's another... Um, so, uh, I was talking to... So, Patrick Araya mentioned Pittsburgh, and I was kind of... I was giving him some crap about it. Uh, about him. He's talking. very Pittsburghy. He's super pittsburgh yeah. Even the chin strap. The chin strap is super pittsburgh Yeah.
0: And I think what you said about the Rodgers and Russell Wilson dominoes falling is exactly what had played out here. Mm-hmm. Because the Russell Wilson news broke. I would say about two hours at max. Yep. After we got the news that yep. Rogers was signing a new extension, did, new contract yeah, yeah. with Green Bay. And then I'm sure Washington, we we heard that Washington had made a play for Russell Wilson that didn't work out, obviously yep. now that he's in Denver. And I guess it's like, you know, you're trying to go out to eat, you're on a date or with your, you know, gang of your friends, and you know, pizzeria Vetri's booked and uh Zahav's booked, and you just go to Burger King.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. You get yourself a rodeo burger, call it a night. Yeah,
0: got the nice uh, North Dakota the bison burger. We could call the that Dakota the new burger, burger King bison burger. burger special.
1: Yeah, it's full, full of protein, whatever. Um, but I, I think the the other part of that right is also realizing, you know, what what your other chips are. Like they may have thought that, you know, Wentz is better than anything they might get in the draft or anything that might come up this weekend. I mean, we could we could debate that but I I I would sooner I am I don't envy them at all because I, I don't think that um the position that they're in right now is one where you can be like where well, one Carson wins away. One Carson is smoked. Like he's I just think the guy doesn't have it anymore. And two, you know, for for as talented as that defense was and, and for the guy this talented skill guys they have a lot of those dudes seem to be injury prone like what have we said the past two years about that team like oh like if, if they get healthy we you know we might have a problem with them or if they get healthy that this might be a good game if they're healthy so like it's, they have they have other issues outside of needing a quarterback that um I'll be interested to see how, how they address
0: Wentz needs to be in the perfect environment to I mean, succeed and he kind of had that an in Indianapolis to degree, and he played okay this season. It was a microcosm of his last two years yep. in Philadelphia, smack together, where he had you know pretty good numbers like he did in 2019, leads the Eagles to 97 yep. to make the playoffs, he win the division, but also mixed in the like head assery of his 2020 season and the hero ball he threw. I saw in that Jeff McClain article today, he threw 15 left-handed passes in 2021, which feels illegal almost. That's and, I like And he's going from Indianapolis to, you know, Jim Irsay is a little all over the place, but really good organization. Otherwise consistently been good during the 21st century. He's going to the most disastrous organization in North American professional sports. I can't see this being a marriage that works out in any way because of the nonstop issues that have pervaded this organization, Washington, the Washington football team, Washington, R words, yeah. Washington Commanders, whatever you want to call them, yeah. since Dan Snyder took over, and I believe either ninety nine or two thousand, yeah. and then there's front office issues. You see that, you know, people are suing each other left and right from the top to the bottom of that organization. You're bringing a guy who's had two seasons as erratic for both on field and off the field reasons. I'm talking non criminal stuff, obviously, I don't want to compare it to people who are dealing with like true legal issues, but I'm talking behind the scenes locker room stuff. Yep. More than any player I can really remember. Yep. He's going from a great situation, which he, you know, crapped the bed with at the end to one of the worst organizations I've ever seen.
1: And to, if you think about it, like to, to really top it off, right? Like he's a guy who for for all intents and purposes hasn't really had the great rapport with coaches either. No. You know, like, so when you when you talk about meeting the perfect environment, it includes a coach who will handhold and be okay with him not making the improvements he needs to make and him, you know, overthrowing, underthrowing, still throwing the same interceptions that he's thrown, you know, three years ago. Like perfect exa- perfect environment doesn't just mean – you know, he needs the perfect locker room and and, yeah. and the fan base. Like he needs a, he needs everything built around him. And there's only in the NFL and like in, 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 NFL history, there's only been a couple of guys who've been able to do that. He's not one, he's not as talented. And two, he just doesn't warrant that kind of, of coddling. And And so I, I don't see a situation where this works out well for, for any party, but, if you're him, you're clearly going into this saying, Here I go. My probably my maybe my last year at the NFL. It's like his
0: last shot ever to start. Yeah. And like, really, figured, I, I
1: yeah. feel like
0: we've talked about this before, and I've, I think it's a common refrain for a lot of people. It's hard to imagine him ever being a backup to ever have yeah. that role. He mm-hmm. is not a Sage Rosenfels player. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to spend yeah. the next seven years of his career backing up guys tutoring young guys, making those two, three spots, you know, spot starts a year, a guy, you know, a team drafts a project with their 16th overall pick. They'll say let's run out Carson Wentz for the first five games of the season so we, we throw X prospect in there. Right. Maybe that's his future, but I don't even see him being really willing to do that unless he's just like, Hey, maybe I can just bank another 30 mil as a backup chase Daniel style. Right. I don't even really right. see that happening with him just personality wise. And the guy brings baggage with him. He brings a media yeah. circus with him. We talk about this in terms of other players who have dealt with it for a lot of different regions. You think of, like, no one's assigned Tim Tebow to be their third-string quarterback because, right. like, is he so fine right. as a third-string quarterback? Sure, but why you're dealing with the circus, and I'm not sure it'll ever really stop with Carson Wentz, given how high his career, his peak was yeah. in it 2017.
1: Like, and, you know, I, I think that um, – he doesn't. He doesn't strike us. Well, we know how he plays with his back against the wall. So he he doesn't strike me as a a back against the wall. I, I gotta win at all costs type guy. And from his history here, we know that that's literally the case with him. He's not a you know this, you know big game. Let me go out and show who I am type person and type player. So you know I can't even be like him. Him knowing that this is probably his last chance to be a starter. Is going to fuel? Him. Probably not. Like the guys made a ton of money in the league, and like you said, like it, it, all for all we know, he could suck this year, or like play well enough to where he parlays it into maybe not another starter position, but into like a Chase Daniel type spot where someone pays him to be the highest paid backup in the league. Like this, the league this league is so wonky and so silly that I can't, I I would not put it past anyone to make him inexpensive backup
0: and also gonna be a case where he say he burns out this year worse than he did in in indianapolis maybe it's closer to being on par with the way his 2020 season went with the eagles and he's saying hey i made tens of million dollars in my career i just turned 29 30 i have a wife i have a kid i'm just gonna go buy uh a mansion ranch you know thousand acre type place right in north rural north dakota and live out my days as like a local legend who you know yeah. got the shaft, everyone loves him, kisses his feet, kind of like you imagine a guy who burned out in the NBA and goes and, you know, hangs out in Durham, North Carolina because he yeah. was great at Duke or something like that, like, like bounces uh, like, around there, does a little radio pregame show, you know, during the football yeah. season and if that's his life and he's happy whatever, It's it turns out he's going to have a more lucrative career in life than me, but at the same time <laughs> he's an NFL player just to be judged by a different standard and where's their value in what we see right now and he's going from a situation, we talked about Perfect situation, terrible situation. His coach last year literally handpicked him to come there. Carson Wentz didn't want to play for any other coach besides him. That guy gives him a vote of no confidence at the combine. They ship his ass out the next week. <laughs> Who wants him if Frank Wright doesn't want him? You think, I mean, Ron Revere is the head coach, Scott Turner. Is the offensive coordinator in Washington? Is Scott Turner gonna turn Carson Wentz in a 2017 pre-injury running around third down and fourth down maestro hero ball savior guy? No. Good luck, Scott. You guys you guys might be sharing the unemployment line last year because of each other. It's it's a uh, mutually negative uh relationship.
1: Like I like I I, I would like to be a you know, you want to be a fly on that wall to see his reaction to it because here is a coach who now you're responsible for rectifying, rehabbing the career of Carson Wentz, right? One, because you need to win, and two, because your job is on the line officially. You know Where would I mean? Carson like-
0: Wentz be on January 6, 2023?
1: <laughs> At the capital, but um, <laughs> um, it's I I almost I would like to equate it to like tying your like tying your career as a as a coach to you know a mercurial star point guard or something you know like Larry Brown's entire career is based on how he was able to get Allen Iverson to buy in right and like there's a lot of there's a lot of those that went the other way where coaches were just like you know. Just like either fired or quit or whatever, because they just couldn't get along with the with the star player, or a star player got shipped out because of because of the various, you know, same same reasons. So like I always like to 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 try to get the coach's standpoint on what it's like to have your wagon hitched to a guy like that, because that's it. Like that's what they're looking at now. Like, regardless of what happens, this guy's job is n- now rests on the, the shoulders of Carson Wentz.
0: He ain't sleeping tonight.
1: No, no. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's getting like calls and text. play. Like, his boys from running the league are probably like, "Dude, like,
0: ooh, yeah." We might, we might have a senior offensive consultant job lined up yeah. next year for you, bro. If this doesn't work out,
1: right? Like, yeah, like call, like his his college his college boys are probably like, dude, if you want to come to USC, like we can maybe be like a, a, a what is it, a passing game coordinator. He's- <laughs> come on, next year. He's the
0: new passing game coordinator at St. Justice Preparatory School.
1: <laughs> That's right, baby. We get the best and the brightest. Bring them on.
0: Scott Turner is uh, the next man up
1: at St. Jordan. And he's like, he's like <laughs> coming in talking about uh, what we did with offenses. He's like, dude, I put up, he's like, hey, I, I sent six quarterbacks to the, to the senior bowl. You know me.
0: Yeah. I once scored 20 points in the game with Carson Wentz. <laughs>
2: post-injury
0: post-injury I think that clowny concussion thing messed him up and I mean that like in a serious kind of sad way more than I know we're like we like having fun with him and you know making fun of him and stuff but I I feel like that was that was a thing that just changed his career and I've you know I might have had concussions growing up playing football and not realize it but that's obviously a different era I can't speak to what that was and from the things I heard it was like a serious concussion. I, I, I can't differ. I'm not, neither was a medical yeah. people. I can't yeah. differ, differentiate, which is yeah. a serious concussion. what's not minor, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but from what I heard, not that I'm a big source and news guy, but I hear a couple of rumblings here and there, uh, was that if they had somehow came back and won that game against Seattle, it was so bad he wouldn't have been able to play the next week.
1: Oh, I, totally, I totally believe that. Which makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean, that's a
0: quick turnaround on a yeah.
1: monstrous hit. And, and, my understanding of concussion protocol is, it's more than just like they have to. You have to be able to sit in a room with the lights on for a little bit. Like
0: take those computer tests. I did those. Yeah, back in the day. The computer
1: tests. I think they make you write your name out a couple of times, and they test like here. It's like a you know some neurological stuff you go through, but you know that. I, I mean, not being able to sit in a room with the lights flickering on for five minutes, it's probably more than just like, I can't throw a football next week. It's probably like, dude, I need to re, I need to rethink I, your life.
0: That's yeah. That's I, I
1: need to take a look at and, and reflect on if I should even be playing football anymore. So I, I totally agree. I know a lot of people have mentioned that before, you know, when he was still an ego as to, you know, what's, what may be troubling him or what maybe caused the, the downslope. And I, and I totally buy that. Cause I think that um I think there's a lot of players who suffered you know injuries like that neurological injuries like that who just haven't been the same and like not in the sense that like it made you um like it made you slower like or like anything like that but in the sense that it affected your processing you know how you look at the field how you feel when you see a dude beat you know your your guard you know what i mean like that kind of stuff i think is what messed him up from that hit is that He's he's now – he now feels like the next clown he hit is every play. Like, he looks terrified in the pocket. Now.
0: That only builds off of because – and there's – it's undeniable. Eagles don't win a Super Bowl. If they don't trade off for wins. He doesn't play unbelievably yep. that year. Uh, but the blowing out his knee completely changed the trajectory of his career, oh, yeah. obviously for the worse for him, yeah. uh, unfortunately for him, in the sense that he was never the same scrambler, both because of pure athleticism. I think he was terrified also, which is like yeah. – as a normal person, I did as an NFL player, you're an NFL player. Life, and right. then he has a broken bone or whatever, fracture in his back in 2018. He gets that kind of stealth bench after that overtime yep. loss in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then the clown he hit the following year. So those are three injuries that it's really hard not to be gun-shy about. Yep. And they suffer them back-to-back-to-back to back to back while watching his backup uh, become the most beloved figure in the history of the city since – you know, Benjamin Franklin or whatever. to yep. say, And it's, it's fair to wonder if he like, does he love football? And I don't mean that in a way like Ben Simmons doesn't love basketball. Let's get him out of the city. Like if the guy just was done with football and he kind of is, is just out of it. Like I, I get it as a human being. A way, again, few people love making fun of him more than me and I having a field day on Twitter. Everyone is, but if he just doesn't like football anymore, it's not a situation where I'm thinking he's a gigantic baby for that specifically. It's like, bro, you're scared that the next hit could be it for you and, like, you're not going to be able to walk you. You don't definitely don't want to have another concussion. You don't want to have right. a million injuries. You don't want to be Earl Campbell right. unable to throw the ball around with your kids on your duck hunting ranch in North Dakota because you can barely, your your body is just broken down.
1: I remember um, this was actually, this is a while ago, but it, the story rehashed last week, um, Dirk Nowitzki was saying that he he wishes he was asked like did he have any regrets from his playing time, and he said the only he, he wishes he would have quit like a year or two earlier, um yeah simply because he feels like those last couple of years took way more off his body than he than than he realized, yeah, now like he can't he can do it, but like he it hurts to run around with his kids out back, you know, and play soccer. And like it's just you know it's tough to get out of bed some more. And it's like you mentioned, like you know, as human beings, you have to respect that, right? So like you know, Andrew Luck got hurt, rehab, came back, and then decided one day that was it. You know, he was done. You know, regardless of when it was. Listen, if if the guy the guy's like, look, man, like I can't do it anymore. Like I, you know, my 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 mental is too messed up, and I feel like every the, the next hit is gonna be the one that that does it for me. Uh, you know, I and I still got a whole rest of life to live. I, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, I, I think that the human aspect of that is very real. I, I, I truly, I understand it for sure.
2: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge? That takes a team.
0: Did you ever hear the story about uh, young Dirk and Barkley? Yeah. Uh, should I tell? It? I'll tell it for listeners. So obviously we love basketball, too. Right. But it's a fun aside. Barkley's a Philly guy in a way. So it's like 96, 97, I think. Mm-hmm. Dirk got drafted, I wanna say 97, because that was the year we, I can't really say the Sixers passed on Pierce and uh, yeah,
1: those, those, Dirk
0: back to back for Larry Larry's, Hughes. Yeah. So it's a year or two before that. Dirk's, I guess, like a teenager, probably. And you at Team USA. I don't want to say it's an Olympic game. Maybe some kind of you're, uh, you know, World Championship exhibition game, whatever. Week. And they're playing Germany. And Barkley sees this kid is just absolutely torching Scottie Pippen. Like Scottie Pippen can just not guard him. He's just getting off his shot everywhere. And he's at such a young age that after the game Barkley goes over to him, he's like, I'll give you $50,000 to go to Auburn right now. <laughs> what if he did that? That's, that's a huge NBA. What if, if he yes. went to college instead of just going right to uh, so the league? Right
1: to, yeah. yeah. And, and I've, <laughs> the funny thing about that story is that yeah, today, that's probably like 50 grand. Then it's probably like 250 grand today. Like guys get guys should get paid. I don't care what anybody says. Um, you know, guys. Thurston
0: like got, got that Volkswagen commercial. On, yeah, on Pat if he's, <laughs> in. he's if he's on like he'd be on Gonzaga today, right? <laughs> he'd be Gonzaga. Yeah, he'd be
1: on Gonzaga today. He or like or St. Mary's, like Gonzaga and yeah, St. Mary's. Is, yeah,
0: he gets,
1: gets all those dudes. So you know, it, it would have been. It's a funny story to tell. This like it's on along the, the lines of like. Zion's uh stepdad saying you know telling you know coach K we need we need 300 grand to come to Duke or like you know there's there's countless numbers of stories of like what ifs right and like I think the um you know in a football sense I I, I always hear that uh you know the Cam Cam's dad so Sisu Newton telling um schools or telling Texas a and I think it was like You know, it's a hundred grand to get us. Like you want to sit down, you even want to sit down with us. It's like a hundred grand or whatever. And then
0: Tyler Tynes' exclusive news. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. Shout out to our guy. He's he's got a he's got a whole podcast about it. But you know, it's like I I think that those so like those kinds of stories also factor into a guy's story. Like I, I I it feels like they're it's a it's an added layer that makes it even more um it's even more interesting to you like the stories of like um you know what what got guys to where they are like yeah. there was um there was a to go off on a quick tangent there well it's March Madness time so whatever there, like Yeah you there, can get away with
0: the B ball talk right now
1: um, you know James Wiseman um didn't play almost at all at Memphis because you know he took money. Um, took like ten grand, and like to to move from Penny Highway or whatever. But like, there's there's countless numbers of stories like that, and the story is never what the player did to hurt themselves or to hurt the game. It's how it made the school look. So like, you know, yeah. these. It's never the the player is the player is never in mind. Until it matters on how the school looks, so like this stuff happens all the time. It's just some people are, are better secret keepers than than others. Yeah, like that's what the interesting thing to me. Like, there's that uh, that Dietrich tweet. Um, somebody tweeted last week about like you know why watch James Harden score sixty when you can watch the next. Uh, I think it's like Drywall Salesman of America. Uh, miss Miss Ten. There's 10 jump shots in a row and the March Madness came. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the actual idea is like, these, this is still life for a lot of these guys. And it goes back to your point about, about Wentz. Like he's, he's, this is life. Like football is a part of his life. But like, now you, you know, you ask the question, like, is it all his life now? And it doesn't seem like it is. I
0: want to finish up. This is a gambling podcast. Technically. Calvin Love Ridley, uh, who had sat out part of the 2021 season due to some mental health issues. I can't obviously speak to what he was going through, but you know, give some sense of respect to him for dealing with whatever he was dealing with. And during that period, he had gambled on some games, including a game for the Atlanta Falcons. Claims he bet on them to win. He was doing some five, eight, 37-leg parlays potentially. Which is very much right up our alley specifically. Oh, you love it. Can't imagine he won any because if he included the Falcons on it, he he probably gonna right. anyway. so a lot of guy and he claims he spent he only spent fifteen hundred dollars on gambling. And I'm thinking, was that one bet did he spend <laughs> do a fifteen hundred dollar eight-leg parlay? <laughs> and this is an issue where this type of thing isn't gonna go anyway, away anywhere soon, and maybe. It's one of the lone positions in sports. And I guess the world where I feel a little conservative about where I really don't think players should be betting on the game. And it is a weird situation, obviously, mm-hmm. because over the last two years specifically, the influx of money in the sports world after them trying to stop sports I mean for having any sort of impact and legality in the sporting right. world for a century, really, for thinking back to that. Chicago White Sox, Black Sox team from 1919. Where it's been over a century. Where that was the last yeah. truly crazy gambling scandal that rocked right. sports. Maybe not boxing. I can't really speak to that. Mm-hmm. And this is only the first one. And I think he was using his own Fanduel or DraftKings account, which is probably right. one of the dumbest things that' could have done. Stupid. And I'm sure he's not the only NFL player that gambled last year. And maybe not, maybe the only one who was again. Potentially dumb enough to use his own name or his own account, but I'd wager he's not the first person that did that last year, not the last, and I'm sure the real player is doing it this year. And it's a weird situation. And I and I think back to Pete Rose, which I think was terrible. And people say he only bet on his team to win, I'm like, the guy denied doing it for 20 years. Are we sure he like really did that? Like, who's to believe? And there's so many ways. And I was listening to podcast today that talked about it too. There are so many ways to manipulate your team winning. Yeah, that goes beyond just this, yeah. like the game. Like, what if you had, you know, you had the over, you had, you know, you yeah. parlayed the Falcons and over to win, just a random situation. I'll run through this hypothetical. And, you know, he gets the ball somehow, and there's like 20 yards of free space in front of him. Uh, but there's like 45 seconds on the clock left, and it really makes sense just to like fall down to the two yard line right. that move, but he just runs in the end zone because he either one's the overhead or the spread to hit stuff like that influences the game, even though you're thinking about, Oh, he bet his team to win. Right? There are so many things and so many things you could bet on in today's world that it's impossible to think that, Oh, just betting on the win. There's so much more that goes into that.
1: Like you could, I mean, you can bet on when you're, I mean, when you're, when your team scores in the in the quarter, like, yeah. down it, it gets super granular and and listen i am i'm always we gamble a lot
0: so like we get like right. we get it like but like, yeah. we're not in the nfl
1: i'm not in nfl and if my employer came to me and said you know listen you know we need you to not gamble on yourself or your team to to win or lose a game i prom i'm probably listening right because we yes. I think they said what it's like a sixteen million dollar mistake for fifteen hundred bucks or whatever they said like yeah, the was uh, he was going to make next year or something like that. But like, imagine if
0: that thirty seven like fifteen hundred dollar parlay hit though.
1: I know. Like, I mean, that's probably what he was saying. That's, that's probably. <laughs> what <he was> saying. <laughs> but, you know, like, um, you know, I just, I, I, so, I, I agree. I, I wish that he was smarter about that stuff. I I
0: feel bad for the guy a little bit, but he's still, he's still an idiot at the same time though. I feel bad for
1: him. That's what I'm saying. Like he's an, he's an idiot. And, 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 you know, I'm sure he, he once he thinks about it, he'll say the same thing, but I really wish he would have thought better of it or like just gave his, had a buddy like promise, yo, you run the account, I'll fund it for like, here's the bets. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be smart. In that.
0: Chris Carter says to have a fall guy at the rookie. Now he has to tell them you have to have a betting guy. Like all <laughs> the bets go through that guy.
1: guy I'm not I'm like it.
0: only being half jokingly when I'm saying that too. Like, yeah, you have, if you're going to bet, which really you shouldn't be doing if you're a professional athlete, because <laughs> yeah. I believe like for your own benefit in terms of your future health and career in that league, right. but also to this uh, maybe potentially antiquated idea about the the health or the What's integrity the of the game whatever you want to say yeah. without even though i sound you know 87 years old saying that have someone else be your betting guy
1: just easy make it easy on yourself please guy like, like that's all i can really all you can say is like don't be stupid just make it make it so much easier on yourself than you are
0: yeah, he's Venmoing. you know, a guy he went to high school with $2,000 for, like, Chipotle run in the right. Venmo description.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, yo, this is this is for the Chick-fil-A run.
2: Like,
0: uh, <laughs> 10-inch sub at 10-inch <laughs> hoagie at Wawa. Thanks.
1: $3,700. Yo, here's, here's five grand. This is for the Finks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. I should have said that first. Uh, it's really weird, and... Uh not saying that. Uh, I'm sure in the, the duration of this podcast, this won't be the last time we talk about no. whether it's the NFL or the NBA or God knows. I think of it at the collegiate level. We have the infamous scandal that played a role in what was it? The UMass team or BU team or BC? Yeah, it was, UMass. It was yeah. UMass that played a role. And this is like uh, played a big role in Goodfellas, the movie. And there was yeah. an ESPN 30 for
1: 30. one 30 for 30. Yeah.
0: Might throw it on right now for this podcast, to be honest. Yeah. I'm off today from Philly Voice, off yesterday today. I will be going down to the arena tomorrow night, my second game in person for them, doing a little – obviously, Kyle Newbeck is our main Sixers beat writer, always doing an yeah. incredible job getting scoops. But I'll be doing a piece on – story on interviewing some people about Simmons. You know, try to – I might nice. want to tweet out tomorrow, see – you know, I did I, – it's like the in, the opposite of the piece I did last week. I was like – how excited are you to see James Harden? How much did you pay for these tickets? When did you buy them? It's like, how much do you hate Ben Simmons? Don't are you going to boo him? How much do you pay for these tickets? Were you setting all your yeah. thoughts and stuff like that?
1: I love that. I'll be yeah. at um, – You going tomorrow? I will be at the prep tomorrow. Oh, uh, nice. The – Quadruple so, A. So uh, the, the Trusted the Process Club is having a watch party.
0: I saw. They posted me on their Instagram. Yeah, I felt like I made
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I'll be hanging with those dudes for the game. We got some – they got some pizza and some other snacks and stuff, so we'll do some – you know, I'll do some live tweeting with them and stuff like that, and, you know, we might – Oh,
0: I should do an article on them coming up, you know, before we get to playoff season go back to the school for a day.
1: Oh, dude, they would love that. Um, Yeah, talk
0: to Howie, talk to the kids. I think that's a good idea. Make a note of it. It's bringing it up tomorrow uh, night. I'll
1: talk to I'll, Yeah, we're always I'll moving uh, and grinding
0: on BGN Radio.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You, you know what? He would love that. And also, um, to be honest with you, he would put you in front of the kids more than like he would hand you off to like the kids and just let them handle it. Like he's he's really good with that with the way he runs the club. And I know that the guys would be super appreciative of that and would want to you know pick your brain about. Sixers and birds and stuff but that would that's like that actually would be a really cool story they love that
2: I
0: think one time I went and spoke to a class of kids I'm not talking about the time Zoe and I went back we're both graduates St. Joe's Prep obviously if you're listening you probably know that Uh went back and spoke to them and I think like 2019 to talk to the their Sixers Trusted the Process Club whatever they call it there and I want to say 2014-2015 I my One of my grade school teachers in South Philly was teaching at the Penn Alexander School Okay, in West Philly. That's right next to the University of Pennsylvania's yeah. campus. I went to Penn, graduated from Penn. It took a little while to graduate. That's part of the story here. And so when I was a junior, I was in, intern the whole year for the Philadelphia Daily News. I was like kind of working as a full-time staff. Like yeah. even though I was an intern, you know, taking the full load of classes, whatever. I you know, go in there, bring some newspapers to show to get talking about this, you know, successful life. If you're like a city kid you can grow up, you can, you know, be in the newspaper, you can write for the newspaper, have a nice life, go to a good college, whatever, quote unquote, good college, whatever you want to do. And then like a year or two later, after I had done some knucklehead things, dealt with some mental health issues, took some time off of school. And then I never came back to the class. Maybe I will eventually, but me and the the teacher, she and I talk about going back sometimes. And I thought the next time I go back, it was like, tyrone begums speaking to the class like hello little boys and little girls drugs and alcohol have ruined my life
1: welcome back dave chappelle it's funny yeah you. yeah
0: coming in just like a I, I probably had a nice like sport coat shirt on buttons coming in, in like a starter jacket i have Traffic. this my ucla snap pack on
1: looking like a police detective that's awesome
0: how you do fellow kids <laughs> that's, a good one. that's a good one how is your vines going
1: how, right. how are the vines are you guys how are, the, how are them vines going yo i saw a funny uh tiktoker yesterday made me laugh yeah.
0: you kids big on tiktok i know, know what i made me mean think of in uh super bad you guys yeah. got myspace
1: you guys got you guys, so you guys <laughs> myspace or what she wants it man she wants uh, it who's gonna get it to
0: but Thursday night, so like tomorrow, if you listen to this, tomorrow comes out recording Wednesday again. Uh crazy week in Philly sports, even though the two main culprits, I guess you could say, are mm-hmm. no longer here. But that's just the nothing is more Philly than Carson Wentz returning to the NFC East. And there's nothing more Philly than Ben Simmons coming out to Philadelphia, some kind of crazy conspiracy grievance entrapment situation Literally. on national TV. Yeah, like so pretty- whatever happens, it's gonna be entertaining as hell. And that's really when you're working in the sports world, if you're we're podcasting like we are, or writing, or whatever you might be doing, it's kind of all you can ask for. All so you can
1: so, yep. Yeah. So we, Anything we, else we, to
0: plug? You good? I'm good,
1: man. Anything um, else to say? We'll be Any college time. hoop stuffs before Selection Sunday you want to get out? So um, my, only, my only word to our faithful followers, uh, pay attention to your conference championship week. But don't pay too much attention. Don't fall into the trap. The team wins their conference championship doesn't necessarily mean they'll do well in the tournament. Just means they played really well for for three days straight. Um, Selection Sunday is going to be fun. I, I usually like to uh, sit down on my couch, grab a a brew and some wings, and just literally veg out for for the whole three hours and listen to the guys yell and stuff. Um, so that'll be fun. You know, next week when we'll talk, um, I'll break out. it the bracket's tough because it's, you know, you got to do each region and stuff. But I'll break out my final four next week when we talk. Yeah,
0: a, yeah we'll do a little final four or yeah. just March Madness um, next week.
1: But, yeah, other than that, have fun betting. Watch some watch some hoops this weekend. It's going to be a, a fun, action-packed sports weekend. We love it.
0: Grab the slice of my Quakers uh, plus yeah, 600 to win, the, exactly. to win the Ivy League tourney. So they are uh, – Ivy League tournament is, uh, for someone who is a fan of pan basketball, is very good. If I was yeah. a fan of either Harvard or Princeton basketball, I'd be really mad because it just kind of <laughs> makes – it's an eight-team league yeah. and four teams make the playoffs and the Penn actually has a losing record and they could go be like one game under 500 and make the tournament
1: if they win these next That's year. That's exactly to our previous point. Like, they win their conference tournament. Just be very – use trepidation.
0: And I, I texted uh, Loller about this today. I think it would end up being like a top five sports moment for me ever if it was either 15th or 16th seeded Penn versus one or two seed Nova <laughs> and, and they beat them somehow, which they'd lose. Whatever the spread is, bet Nova. I'm sure I'd, I'm i going to quad bomb it if they make the tournament.
1: Well, you know, Shire wouldn't talk to you for a year. <laughs> he
0: deletes my
1: number from his phone. He deletes you for a year.
0: He get, yeah. I get uninvited to the wedding.
1: <laughs>
0: all right that's it for me we'll definitely do some college hoop stuff and who knows there could be three more quarterback right, trades by the time else. we talk right. next week
1: i'm sure there'll be a ton more to talk about too so we'll, we'll be ready and straight
0: yep talk to y'all later so my man thank you
1: of course bro